Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cerulean Roll. I am your DM, also playing Eldora Seawalk Dragon, and I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts. If you guys would like to say hi. He's back! He's back! Um, okay, hello, everyone. I'm Jamzy, and I play Nanette Silkenthorn, as always. Yeah, let's go. All right. Hello, I'm Crow, and I play Edric and Mako. And let's get right into the recap. On the last session of Cerulean Roll, our heroes began to plan their travels to get to their goals. Castell awarded them properly, giving them 1,000 gold to aid them. Before they packed up and got ready to go, May decided to take his turn in the Hall of Souls. He took Gawithin with himself, and tried to talk to Eldorus. Once inside, they summoned Eldorus, only to feel that immense wrath he was carrying around. May belted out his feelings from the bottom of his heart, screaming at Eldorus and making sure Eldorus understood where they are coming from. Eldorus relented and agreed to come back to the party, and saying he would be there soon. May informed the party of the good news, and they began to rush forwards towards a black twirling cloud in the distance. As they met up with Aldorus, he said a concerning line about murdering people before promptly passing out. Our crew then had one big sleepover before deciding to leave the carnival the next day. Saying their last goodbyes to Castell, before heading over the horizon towards the Obsidian Kingdom. And that's where we rejoin, as you all are nearing your destination of the Obsidian Kingdom. And what this looks like as you guys are walking down this pathway, this it's like a small dirt pathway where wagons used wagons were ridden downwards to the Obsidian Kingdom. And you see these large and pillaring walls. They are these individually stacked heavy bricks, meticulously topped or uh, meticulously stacked on top of each other. The bricks do a slow gradient from a deep black towards a vibrant and almost glowing violet towards the bottom. Carved across the walls and spanning over many of these bricks are a startling insignia of a skull chewing on a heart. And that's where we pick up. That's foreboding. Mm-hmm. Why is it chewing on it? <laughs> it's, yeah, it is like this caricature, uh, caricature of a skull with a heart in its mouth. Gross. <laughs> Do you say that in character? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Callie just goes, uh, gross and concerning. Yeah, very. Yeah, that's, um, the people we're trying to kill. Oh, no. 
Yeah, that's uh, their sign. So, uh, what do you guys think? We're going in. I don't think this whole kingdom is gonna be them, but it definitely seems like they're attacking this place. Um, oh God. We have to be careful then. You guys Maybe do see look around a little. Yes, roll me some perception checks. Yep, yep. Let's go. If my eyes don't fail me. Hopefully they um, don't. <laughs> we rolled the I... same thing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Your rolls are so synchronized. I um, <laughs> as you both look around, you see that the outskirts of these castle walls, while they are strong and sturdy, it seems like they have taken countless blows and damage. It almost looks like from the outside, a beast is throwing itself at these walls and clawing at them. It looks to most of the damage does appear to be on the outside, but the walls are still holding up. I'd say for the most part, that's what really draws your eyes. Mm-hmm. I would also say that you would notice that there are the castle walls are you could assume they are thick um, and they have these ridged notches at the top and you see figures atop the wall looking downwards. Can we discern anything about the figures or can we not see very well from here? From this distance downwards, this is a very tall wall. You see that clouds are almost looming at the top of it. Mm. Um, you, between the glaring red moon... You can see that there is, or uh, glaring red sun, and the black particles of Shadowfell. You do make out that they are donning purple armor, and you see as the figure waves at you guys. Um. Well, what do you say? Are we going in? Um. Adric? <laughs> what do you what? think? Why are you asking me? <laughs> I don't hmm. know. I, I mean, we do need that wagon, right? We do. Yeah. Uh, let's just hope we don't run into anyone. Maybe, Maybe we should try sneaking. Around um, the entire kingdom? Not around the entire kingdom, but just sneaking to see what is happening. For the meanwhile, before we actually decide to move on. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's keep our heads down. Okay, yeah. Um, you see Callius waves to the guard, and the guard takes a second, and then you see as... The gate in front of you, this large gate made out of metal, is suddenly 
you see as these metal barbs are pulled downwards as they with a puff of steam. Then you see as the wooden door slides its way open. And as you guys see as the door fully opens, there is a small platoon of soldiers dressed in amethyst purple garb. They have crudely etched insignias in their metallic armor. You see, the insignia is that of a skull chewing onto a heart. The plate leads upwards to their helmet, which covers a majority of their face, besides their eyes, which are shaded in almost pitch black. They have spears tipped with obsidian clutched within their grasps as they stare at you. And you see as one of the guards begins to walk upwards. He takes off his helmet, and you get a better look at his face. You see a battle-scarred, chiseled face, with a sharp nose angled downwards. He has a hawk-like golden eyes that have this deep eye bags underneath them. His hair is short and seems regularly maintained, appearing jagged and slick towards the back. And he goes, Hello, you all. Are you any threat? My stomach is doing flips. Um, <laughs> your stomach is doing flips? Uh, yeah, uh... Threat? Meaning, do you wish to cause harm to the kingdom? Well, no, no, I don't think that's something we would be avidly looking for. Very well. Then I do suppose by your... And you see he's shaking as he says this. By your hmm? appearance, you're not associated with the Blackheart Pirates, correct? Oh, oh, no, no. He lets out a sigh of relief, and he gestures to his men to put their spears away. I just... Sorry, we've been under constant stress in the kingdom lately. If you were to cause harm, I didn't think you would. It would have been very dangerous for not only you, but us as well. That's terrible, but we we understand. Yeah. He holds out a hand to you, Adric, and he goes, My name is Genya. Genya of the Shard. It's very nice to meet you, Genya. I know, right? It's very nice to meet you, Genya. (laughs) He shakes your hand with a smile, and he goes, it's nice to meet you as well. Uh, what is your name? Uh, I am Edric, and these are my friends. And he looks over at you, Nanette. I'm Nanette. It's nice to meet you. It's very nice to meet the both of you. And Callius goes, Yeah, it's nice to meet you too, Ganya. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, what is going on with the Blackheart Pirates? Because... You're kind of looking like them. You see, before, for a long time, 
we have been under siege by them. And they made their way in. And due to some unfortunate circumstances, they have occupied the entire city. So well, they are throughout the entire kingdom. <laughs> Callius just goes, <laughs> I didn't, uh, you know, it just happens sometimes, I guess. Genya uh, staunchly goes, well, they aren't, they aren't living here. They are just terrorizing us all. Uh, so, oh. If you wish to do business or anything, just keep your head down and please do not cause trouble. Yeah, we have no desire to cause any trouble, so. And no matter what you see, Please, do not fight. Just put your head down. Oh no, it's this kind of situation. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> no! How dare you? How dare you? Who let you cook? <laughs> Get him out of the kitchen. Get him out of the kitchen. Oh god. Let's just oh, hope... This is... uh, Terrible. Mr. Man over here doesn't wake up and see something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Genya actually does look over at Eldorus and he goes, The inn would definitely take him if you would like to leave him there. Oh. That would be very nice. Otherwise, thank you. It is no problem. If you need anything other than fighting, please do come talk to me. And Genya salutes to you guys, and he makes his men break out of formation before they all walk towards the walls and begin to prep the gate for closing. And as Genya breaks away from you guys, what do you guys want to do? Well, <laughs> let's go to the inn first. All right. Yeah. As you guys begin drop them to off. look around for the inn, you see a small sign in front of this building, and it reads, Lank's Lodging. And it's a three-story brick building that stands tall over by the nearby stores. A oh. large balcony extends towards the street, and is held up by stone pillars that gradient from jet black towards amethyst. You see circular tinted windows are held within the brick, allowing no light within them, and banisters drape in front of the door. As you guys push past these banisters, um, you are greeted to a uh, wooden door, and as you open that, you see... The interior of this lodge is dreary, run down, and you see cracked glass lines the floor. Weapons are plunged into the wood, and the furniture is in a clear state of ruin. Oh my goodness. 
this ain't the prettiest sight. No, something must have happened here. And what do you guys do? Uh... Is there anyone around? A small desk is standing towards the back of the room, tucked into the corner, and you see amethyst beads drape from the ceiling and dangle downwards in front of the desk. Sitting behind the desk is an orcish man. He is extremely large, with his broad shoulders stretching out his cloth tunic. A messy bundle of white hair is tied into a bun at the top of his head, revealing the shaved sides. Reading glasses sit over his rust-red eyes, and gold chains dangle from their hinges towards his ears. And he looks up at both of you and goes, How may I help you? Well, um, we'd like to, uh, drop someone off here, weirdly enough. That's fine. Uh, you don't have to pay anything. This place isn't worth much. Are, are you sure? Are you? It's run down, beaten up, barely any furniture. No need to pay. I, I don't feel right doing this. Let me at least give you something, please. If it makes you feel more comfy, I would very gladly accept. Oh. I will hand him, like, five gold. You put five gold coins on the counter, and he grabs it and... He holds his hand out to you, Adric. Hmm? He holds his hand out to you for, like, a handshake. Oh, uh, he takes his hand. He cups your feathered hand between his, and he goes, My name is Melva, and thank you for your kindness. And I can't guarantee safety within this perimeter but I can guarantee that the beds are soft. And he gives you a smile. <laughs> That's all right. Thank you. I'm Edric. It is very well met, Adric. And he turns behind him to a wall of hooks with keys on them, and he pulls out one of the keys. He hands it to you. This is the nicest room I have available. It's one that is still run down, but better than nothing. Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. Um, you grab the key, and he points towards behind him, and you see that there is a small door that leads into a lengthy hallway. Just go to the end of that hall. Alright. And 
you all drag Eldorus on this uh, <laughs> small makeshift. Wa- Actually, I don't think the wagon can even fit through the Probably door. Probably not. I imagine no. not. So, uh, Mage just kind of like pulls him off the wagon. He goes, I'm going to need some help. Okay, I'll, I'll help you. Uh, you see as Melver gets up and he is like a astonishingly tall guy. He's like around seven foot tall. Bro, he's he, big. Oh my goodness. He is big and muscular, but he has a very oh meek stance right now where Aww. he is very held oh. tightly close together. Mm-hmm. Um, explode, Jamesy. I can grab him and take him to the room. If you would like to enter yourselves, then be my guest. Oh, uh, thank you. Yes, thank uh, you. He grabs Eldorus with little issue and oh brings God. him over to the room. My and goodness. are you guys following him? Uh, yeah. As you guys follow him down this hallway, you see as his body is so broad that he is basically trimming both sides of the wall while both of you can fit comfortably standing next to each other. What the hell? And he puts Eldorus down on the bed in this very large room with a fireplace crackling within it. You see that glass is still riddling the floor, and there is even, like, these stacks of empty cups of mead laying about the wooden floor. And he lays down Aldorus on the bed and turns to you guys and goes, You all have free rooms here. Okay. Um, alright. Thank you, really. He shakes his head. No need for thanks. I'm sad that you have to say in such terrible conditions, but it is the best we have. It's okay. Don't Something's worry about it. Something's better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose you're right. And he fixes his little glasses on his nose, and he goes... I assume you've been told by the god already, but be careful in the city. Yeah. Yeah, we'll make sure. And at that, at this moment, you then hear dong, 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 as a bell tolls outside. What is that? I was about to ask the same thing. Wow. Just quick, follow me. And he... okay. Okay. ...rushes outside into the front of the store. And as this belfry is reverberating and sending these vibrations down your body, you see as everyone within the town begins to come out of their shops, their homes, everything. 
and you see, you hear as a chain is clanking in the middle of the street. And coming down the stairs, you see a large man being held by two pirates. You can very easily discern that they're pirates with their garb, their way of dressing, even their mannerisms. And they are holding this man in chains. And with every step they take, at the end of those chains, you see this overbearing figure. Shade is covering his entire body as he is hunched over. And a broad, muscular body is drenched in wounds and cuts. He has a large, overgrown beard that drapes over his frame, but between the white hairs, red bloodstains clings to the strands. Long hair drifts from side to side as this man is paraded down the street by these two pirates. And you see, as they are nearing the end of the staircase, everyone around you begins to laugh. Even the orcish man you were just chatting with. And this is who you see in chains. Who is this guy? He, the orc nudges you. Laugh, laugh. Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> he starts pointing and laughing at this person in shackles. And he is paraded down the street for a solid 30 or 40 minutes. You have to watch as this man is dragged from one side of the street up to where he oh came my. with every single person laughing at him and as he walks up the stairs fully and the laughing dissipates you are standing in the street as what you watch what was that and that was same the king. question what that was the king That was huh? the man who founded the Obsidian Kingdom. The man that we were just all laughing at? And he nods, and you see his face is contorted into anger and rage. You see as his nose is scrunched up, and his fists are in tight balls. This, this is so even we, worse than all, I could have imagined. You were all forced to do this every time? Every time those bells ring and chime, we have to laugh at that man. And That's he horrible. is so undeserving of this punishment. <sighs> How could you do something so cruel. It is all we know now. Ever since they took over, they've stated several rules. No fighting back. 
laugh at the king and don't utter a word in the presence of Roy. Roy? Roy? Roy Gadalan is the captain of a small fleet. Everyone knows his name and everyone knows to fear it. Goodness. Just be careful around the city. And if you see any pirates, keep your head down. Fighting only leads to tragedy. All right. We'll definitely make sure. He nods and he heads back into his building and you hear as his foot angrily crunches at the glass beneath it before he sits down to let out a long sigh. Oh man. What? How? Oh fuck, I'm two seconds away from shooting a bitch. I felt that. Hold on. But we can't, but we can't do that. We, we, sincerely, we can't do that. There's gotta be something we can do. I mean, I don't know, but like... How about we think about that later? Because right now, we'd just be putting a lot of people's lives at stake. Yeah, they seem like the type to involve innocent people. Yeah, I agree. Um, maybe we should figure out what is exactly causing these people not to want to fight. Because clearly, that guy right. can fight! Exactly, that's- he's- he's a big guy! Maybe this Roy guy is one to be feared. Fear Schmear, I'm gonna fucking smear his face against the pavement. <laughs> it's kinda crazy. <sighs> yeah. I am really agreeing with Callius and I'm not liking that, but he <laughs> is right. We're You're let's figure so this much out. From him. Oh, don't say yeah, that. Let's, <laughs> let's uh Let's hope we don't get overheard by the wrong person. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, right. you know what's our biggest problem right now? Hmm. What's that? What if the one person with us that wakes up and sees what is happening right now? If there's anyone that's going to cause a problem, it's going to be Eldorus. It is going to be him. How about we tell the work guy if Eldora starts putting up a fight, grab him, put him back to sleep. Just put him back to sleep? Oh, knock him out. <laughs> Can you Callius walks ghost? in. Yeah, Callius walks back in. Hey, if, uh, if the person we put in the bed wakes back up, you can use lethal force on him. He won't die. He's a ghost. <laughs> uh, 
So just make sure that guy doesn't wake up. And you see as Meaver just goes, excuse me. Yeah, you hear what I said. Just kill him again. He's not going to kill him. Again? Don't, don't like, actually, don't kill him. Well, like, break his back or something. What? He'll get back up. He always does. I know, but don't, don't just do all that. Okay, how about, how about this? Um, uh, Anyone have handcuffs? I did. Oh, right. The handcuffs. Oh, how about we tie him to the bed? What? <laughs> you know, you make the... Hmm. <laughs> I mean, that, is, did, that would be so scary to wake up to. Yeah, actually, let's yeah. not do that. What if he like? What if he like freaks out? Oh right, I forgot about the prior circumstance. If he wakes up tied to a bed, he's gonna be right. pissed. He's not going to like that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe one of you should like stay back. Uh, I I can stay back and watch Eldorus. I think if he gets up, I'm gonna be the only one who could. Theoretically, beat him up. Okay. You yeah, hear I... a snoring Eldorus go, No! <laughs> <laughs> we can hear him from all the way over here. <laughs> he, he snores louder, which is like, No. <laughs> wow, that was very perfectly timed. Very. I think his ego transcends sleep. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye on him then. Just, if trouble comes up, you gotta come and get me. Okay. Alright. Actually, what do we do now that we're here? Oh, the wagon, right! I almost forgot about that. Yeah. Wagon. Transportation. That's what we're looking for. Do you think it's going to be a little bit difficult? Because of the situation? Uh, maybe? We'll have to find out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, well, let's just uh, walk around, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure where we would even look for that, to be honest. Um, can we look around for some places that might have, like, wagons and stuff? Uh, roll me a perception check, then. I'll say do that. Um, with a 14, you see near the outskirts of the city as you guys are walking around you walk back to the gate and you would assume something would be there like stables um mm -hmm. which you do see that there is stables and wagons set up in front of this little shop oh i think that's our place 
well, uh, how about we just head in and see if we can buy one? Our wagon's expensive. I mean, they're, they're vehicles, I... I, I don't know. I just realized we're also gonna need a horse. Oh, yeah. You think there's I any will... wild horses? Um, I, you, they I have quite a bit zombies. of money. I have quite a bit of money. Uh, we'll see what we can do. Oh. And I would say you all start to notice this as the magical effects of the Denon Carnival are beginning to wear off. You start to feel hungry. Like, really hungry. Oh, 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 ow, ow, oh, my goodness. Wait. Oh, I'm not feeling so good anymore. I'm so hungry. I oh, can't wait. A... Oh, no. <laughs> I, don't okay. think, I don't think this actually works on Edric because if you remember, he got the oh, great touch thing, so he doesn't oh. need to eat. Right. Adric, you're not hungry at all. You're fine. Are you guys hungry? You just I don't really feel anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's very really hungry. I could eat a horse. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but like I didn't want to considering what we were looking for. Oh. You see the horses just like like you know how horses sigh? They just go <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe we should find you. somewhere to eat first. Yeah, wagon yeah. well, later, food first. Yeah, let's hope there aren't any weirdos in there. Hopefully not. Um, I will say very easily you'll find, like, a tavern around. Um, you do see this sign hanging from a blackened metal uh kind of like a hanger and it says windy wakes winery and it's a tavern um you see it's this two-story building that peaks its head above its surrounding infrastructure it makes its presence known with this majority of it being constructed out of very well-kept lilac wood you see blackened bricks are surrounding the circular windows and the double door entryway. And as you guys walk over and push into it, you, by the way, I will double down on this. You are so hungry. It's that hungry where you could feel your stomach stabbing itself. It's that hungry. Oh, no. Like you guys have gone a while without eating. And I can I can feel I, I'm digesting myself. I can feel it. Oh no, that's please don't say thing. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get you guys some food now. Um as I'll, you guys I'll pay open... for this one. Are Thank you, you sure? I... You I... save that money I... for the wagon and the horse. Oh, fair enough. Um and as you guys open this tavern door natural light is begins to flood in through and as this red light passes through this prismatic display 
it breaks into more colors. There's like this um, mosaic window above the door that's letting all this color into it. It's not just the reddish tones that you guys are usually displaced in. And as you guys get a good look across this entire tavern, you see that bandits and pirates are slamming dominoes against the wooden tables so loudly that it sounds like gunshots going off. The rowdy gang of vagrants are screaming profanities and commands towards the bartender. And even the second uh, floor of this tavern has the same commotion, and it's deafeningly loud in here. Oh, there are weirdos. So many weirdos, but I'm so hungry. Me too. Okay, let's just eat and then leave. Not cause any trouble. Mm-hmm. And as you guys see this bartender being harassed, you get a better look at her. She is this woman with intense eyes, a honey gold color with dragonic slits in it. She has Whoa. wild red hair and uh, with gold spikes, like horns out of the sides of her head. She is wearing an ebony apron tied with two bows at either side, escaping from the tightly uh, clasped apron is a small peak of a turtleneck. She has a caramel tone in her face and it's holding an expression of raw hate and disdain. Very, you could see that very real for that. It's very real for that. But you see as she complies with every single command she is given. And as you guys walk up to her, you see everyone is like just tossing commands at her. Bring me an ale! Bring two ales! And she just goes, on it, on it, on it, on it, on it. And she grabs just these huge glasses all by herself, bringing ale to all of these tables before coming back to the bar only to be barked at more. Oh my god. Someone like this lady. Does she ever get a break? Did do you say that? I like I'm whispering that. Oh, she cannot hear that then. This is this place is so intensely loud. This is so evil, isn't it? It is. I don't like this at all. Um, can we even, like, find a moment to, like, speak with her? You see, she does get a second of reprieve as all of these tables have just restocked on ale. And you see as she just, like, slams her elbows onto the bar and holds her head. Oh, goodness. Oh. Are, are you alright? No. I can tell. Absolutely not. Anyway, I'm still on the job. Do you guys want anything? Oh, goodness, I don't really want to give you any more work, but we are, um, 
starving. Uh, I understand. It's all right. What are you? What do you want? A steak, chicken? I can't make anything too complicated right now. Uh, steak sounds good to me. All right, I'll be right back. And she like slides herself up into a standing position. You hear a crack from her back as she like oh continues into oh, the back room. Goodness. And uh, after like, I'd say a good 15 minutes of waiting and hearing your own stomachs growling, Adric, it's so loud you hear their stomachs growling. <laughs> Are you guys okay? I am no. consuming myself. <laughs> Goodness. I know what it feels like to be a spore. What? What? I am what just a mean? mushroom. Are you? <laughs> oh, it's getting to his head. <laughs> Did you know f- fungus is at the lowest chain in the food chain? But no, I didn't know dangerous. that. Yeah. And I'm not a dangerous mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, but that's that's what that's what makes you May. You're you're a you're a good mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> he looks up with tears in his eyes. Am I a good mushroom? You're you're a very good mushroom. You're the you you're the best little mushroom. mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just has his head down. <laughs> He's like leaned over the entire bar as he's legged out. You're our little mushroom guy. Yeah, I'm a little, little um, mushroom guy. I, I don't do know mushroom names. Mushroom things. No, <laughs> he's losing it. And I'd say after, I like, think we're the weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> May picks himself up, you think? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's okay, we're not the bad type of weirdos. Yeah, we're just the people who walk in and start calling themselves mushrooms. (laughs) Well, that was you. Yeah, that was mostly you. What? You both have the savory kind of mushroom in a good way. Wow. I'm honored. Have some mushrooms. Did you know there's a mushroom that tastes like chicken? Yes, I heard about that. There's also one. There's that also one like that steak. tastes like crab. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all, <laughs> all I know. <laughs> all I know is that they like absorb dead people or something. I don't know. Yeah, they absorb. can also be used as renewable food. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough mushrooms. Enough mushrooms. Um. Uh, ooh, you, um, you see as the bartender does come back with some food eventually <laughs> and okay food again food again <laughs> she hands you guys uh, some steak and May just goes ah! and he just instead of using a knife and a fork which is on the plate he grabs it with his Thank hand you. oh my god uh, how, oh much, my how much will goodness. that be yes how much it's None of these guys pay anyway. It's free. Uh, no, uh, no. He like not a lot. He like grabs like he grabs like ten gold and like slides it to her, like under his oh, hand. I, 
I do appreciate that, honey, but I'm serious. It it doesn't matter. No, 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 no. Not on my watch. <laughs> she gives she raises an eyebrow and goes, Alright, I'll I'll take it. Thank you very much. Are you sure you don't want to eat, fella? Uh no, I'm fine. Well, alright, uh, I'm only saying that because your friend is looking mighty ferocious and Maze is going Maybe we can get an, another steak for him uh, Please don't pay me for this one then Hi I, I don't need it It's okay I promise, it's alright Are you sure? Very sure Okay and the, you hear her as a pirate goes, One more ale! And oh she goes, I'm on it! Oh my god. These people suck. She leans over the table, the bartender, and she goes, Yeah, they suck big time. Real big time. Real, real Um, But as we'll May... eventually. I was Bay was about to do something, but he thought better of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, May like looks at you guys with a mouthful of steak. His cheeks are puffed up like a chipmunk's, oh and <laughs> he just goes, "We'll definitely take care of them." Anyway, thank chew. you so much for chew. the food, Chew, 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 chew. He, he, he takes an absorbently long time to chew. And Nanette, as you are eating this as well, it this tastes like the best thing you've eaten in oh my about god, yeah, three or four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. You guys have you guys have been sustaining yourself off of leftovers and jackfruit. This is All so right. good. Um you see, as the bartender comes back, she slides another plate in front of both of you and then starts pouring ale as fast as she can. You see her, she is not like the biggest person. She's around like, she's around like five foot, uh, five foot five, I'd say. She mm. grabs six of these giant tinctures of ale and begins to walk them across the tavern with ease as she's been doing this for so long. She, she's strong, but I guess you have to be when you're serving people like that. Yeah, it sucks though. As she comes back and she's like, oh my God, you guys seem normal uh, enough. She turns to May. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been hungry. They both be hungry. Uh, well, I do apologize for the state of things. I'm sorry that you have to deal with this. No, 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 no don't worry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, no, it's not your worry. fault that they're like that. Yeah, ever since this uh, thing happened, we've all been kind of in fear dealing with all this stuff. Not much we can do, though. Do you know why? Exactly, like a major part of why everyone is in fear? Despite the pirates, obviously. 
she looks around and she goes, do you mind coming with me to the back alley real quick? Uh, sure. All right. Uh, if you guys want to stay and eat, that's fine. Uh, you, Nanette, depending on how fast you've eaten, um, you see that Maya has completely devoured the first steak. My God! <laughs> I think I think Nanette's taking He's it a little slow. She's cherishing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, May has like steak sauce all over his like chin May and like, like his hands. <laughs> you know, you know what May looks like. Is there looks like the... <laughs> Yeah, there's like napkins the in front cat. of you. He looks like he an does. orange cat that's like munching really hard on the <laughs> yeah. chicken sandwich. <laughs> He, he does. I think then that's like while she's eating, she just starts wiping off his face. <laughs> yeah, and May's just going. Thank you, Danette. <laughs> oh God, you wild animal! <laughs> I haven't eaten this good of a meal in five years. Has it really been that long for you? Yes. My oh, goodness. Did, oh my did goodness. you guys used to have stuff like this all the time? Yes. I used to live off of burgers with no cheese. <laughs> just, what? Just plain burger? Just meat and bun and nothing. <laughs> that sounds disheartening. It was the it was the only Soulless. thing I could afford. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, buddy. We will feed you. You are he, a little he... mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll feast on all this decomposing flesh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, okay, how about you don't put it like that? Um, you see the bartender's looking back and forth between you guys, and she goes, just like, Okay, let, let's, you seem let, like... me, let me go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just come around the bar. Right. It's and... okay, he can relay the information back to us. <laughs> May has like another <laughs> chunk of steak in his mouth. Yeah. Oh my God. This time he's using a knife and a fork. <laughs> okay, he's... <laughs> he's evolved. <laughs> he's a creature. <laughs> um, but, Adric, as you follow her behind the bar and continue into the kitchen, uh, you see that it is quite messy in here as it's just her working. Um, you see as she opens up the back door to let you guys out into the alleyway. And she just lets out a long sigh and pulls out a cigarette carton. And like she holds it in front of you like asking if you want one. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I understand. This stuff's really bad for you, but... It's kind of how I'm dealing with the stress right now. Goodness. I well, can tell. Yeah, it's a hectic. Consistently. But, um... <sighs> and she blows some smoke out. Uh, and she looks at you and she goes, Well, um... I, I assume you were out there witnessing the king being paraded around. That was terrible. Yeah, but it's, uh... She puts her hands up in the air and does quotation marks, tradition. 
around here now. King Goodness. Leopold. He's a good man, and he doesn't deserve it. But... <sighs> they knew he wouldn't stop fighting. And he didn't. And they eventually had to break his spirit somehow. They broke into the castle. Stole his kid. What? Yep. They stole his boy. That's horrible. Trust me, I know. They ripped him right from his arms. Well, theoretically. If Leopold was around, they wouldn't have been able to do it. But, in the dead of night, they broke through the windows and stole. We all know where he is, too. But we can't do nothing about it. Really? Yeah, last guy who tried. They took his wife and his kid, too. Oh, good. And they beat him to a bloody pulp. What? Yeah. It's, uh, definitely not a pretty sight. You... You think... Yeah, it is very. You think someone who forged weapons all of his life and as strong as Meeg could have been able to do something about it. But in the end, uh... Being confronted by a group is a little different. And they're all still hanging around his place. Using it as a base to hide the people they stole. I can't even ma imagine what it is like to be Meeg right now. She takes another drag of the cigarette. <sighs> being trapped in your own home. Being beaten day in and day out. Forced to make their weapons. While well, your wife and your kid is crying in the basement. Goodness. But after what they're doing to Meeg, and especially what they're doing to the king, you bet nobody else wants to try it. That's a terrible way to be living. Trust me, if I could live any other way, I would. But we're just held hostage here. Plus, the only way we're surviving is because of them. An extra reason to put our heads down and watch the crimes. Goodness. They supply the untainted meat. We cook it up for them. We eat it ourselves. It's a cycle. of us are way too scared to do anything about it. Hell, they even broke the guards, tore him down a peg. The king wouldn't let the guards fight back, because if they fought back, they'd kill his kid. They'd kill the prince. 
What? That's... Oh my... Oh. Yeah. And trust me, everybody wants this to end. But it seems like this might just have to be the life until we all die. And I'm sorry for getting depressing on you. She, uh... No, no. She, like, pats you on the back. It's... It's all right. Um, Adric, how are you feeling right now? That's, like, devastating information. He's, like... He's, like, flabbergasted. Yeah. She, like, rubs your back and she goes, It's not all bad. It's just how we have to live for a while. But, maybe. I guess we're all still hoping for it. That someone will come down from heaven. Save us all. Half of us stopped believing in the very gods we used to pray to. Because if they can't help us, why would we pray to them? Well, I, I don't want to get the mood more down than it is. We better get inside before they get riled up. Yeah, probably for the best. She flicks the cigarette into an, the alleyway and opens the door, letting you in first. And as you guys walk back into the uh, tavern, she closes the door behind you, and immediately you are bombarded with request of ale. You can hear it from the outside. He's loud and thunderous screams bring one more no bring ten more and she just goes they can drink all day mm. and as you guys exit into the main bar area uh, you see Nanette and May assumably have finished their meals yeah <laughs> Especially May. Yeah, May and May definitely <laughs> fucked that shit up. <laughs> May like leans back and he he's got like that comical bloat to him. Oh my goodness! Comical bloat. That was the most calories I've had in so long. Yeah. Well. Uh, how was it, Adric? Terrible. Oh. Ah. Uh, ultra terrible. Didn't like. I see. Well, Guys, uh... he like grips your shoulders. Uh huh. 
explode. Oh, do you want to talk about it maybe outside? How about we go to the inn? Hey, sounds good to me. Uh, okay. Um, you guys uh, walk out of the tavern. All of this noise is shut out as soon as you close the door. And you walk down the street into the inn. And as you guys get inside of Lank's lodging, uh, you walk back into the room, I presume? Yes. As you guys head into the room, you see Eldorus is still uh, sleeping soundly, and Callius is just polishing his gun. And he goes, oh, you're back. Yep. I feel you. On those words you had earlier. Very hard. Oh, we're killing people, right? <laughs> let's let's not do that until he wakes up. Alright. We, uh, we gotta we gotta be smart about this. You wanna know now now that we're here You guys wanna hear the terrible things that I have just heard. Yeah, what what was it? Alright, so we know that that was the king already, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, not only do they do this to the to this guy, to the king, they have his family out that they use for people not to fight back. Oh my god. What kind of what is wrong with them in the head mentally? I always knew that the Blackheart Pirates were one that, you know, didn't carry much honor. But damn, that's a new law. Yeah, Blackheart Pirates is right, goodness. Absolutely. Well, then we wait for Eldorus, right? Yes. Um. Do you guys want to attempt to wake him up again? Yeah. All right. Uh, how are you gonna try waking him up, guys? Group shake. We need to shake uh, him oh. violently. <laughs> okay. All of us. Okay. Shake him. So, here's how I'm gonna do this. Uh, Eldorus is in a state, and I think you guys can tell this, he is not supposed to wake up at any time soon. I am going to have you guys roll, one of you guys roll a strength check with advantage, (sighs) because you were helping the rest. Uh, It's just up to who you guys want to do it. Oh. Alright guys, what do we have? I have a normal D20 check. Uh, <laughs> May and Callius, and I believe Ninette as well, have negative one. 
Uh, Gao has a plus one, and Gao is just sitting Gao. there. Gao? Gao has Gao. a plus one? Yes. Gao is the strongest, Gao's strongest. <laughs> when Eldorz is sleepy, yes. Gao. Buddy. Gao? We need your help. Gao. We gotta wake him up. Gao, Gao. He pulls out his claws. Actually, you know what? Maybe that would work. You want to do it? Gal. He seems weirdly <laughs> excited about this. You that see, sounded you very enthusiastic. <laughs> you see his tail is wagging now. Oh, goodness. Oh, he's really excited um, about this. Eldorus is sleeping, so I'm going to say this is a guaranteed hit. Um, We'll just see how much damage Gal does. That's an eight. Oh my god. Uh, uh, you see, Gao sinks his claws into Eldorus's chest and just slowly swipes them down. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, and that's good. Eldorus just goes, Ow! <laughs> Why? Whoa, you were really. You, you really wanted to do that, huh, Gao? Oh, gal, gal. <laughs> oh my god, what? Please! Wow. I, I think he said it's his form of payback. Huh. Okay. You okay. petty little creature. He grabs <laughs> Gal by the face. Eldorus. <laughs> yeah, wakey, wakey. <laughs> yeah, good morning, hello. It's been like... How, how long has it been? Guys... Um, it's, it's actually been, like, uh, I'd say a full two days of Eldora sleeping. It's been, like, two days. Wake up. What the f- uh, two days? Yeah, two days. Oh my god, where are we? Uh, terrible place controlled by the Blackheart Pirate. Huh. Oh, And the people oh. are held for- a pe the people are- can't do anything about it. Why? Because they have the king and his family at, like, weapon point. Oh, Hell that's not I don't like it. Eldorus stands up abruptly. He, he holds okay, his wait, hand Okay, wait, 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 but we have to plan. Oh. Yeah. 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 Plan we, what? We could also potentially put other people in danger. Yeah. Because if you remember, they have his family. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, that's yeah. the part that upset me really badly. Yes. They, wow, this is just like us. I wouldn't be surprised if they even had more people, to be honest. That, oh, no, they did say it. They have more people that they oh, use God. to threaten the people here. And they have most of them in the basement of the base they are in, which is pretty much uh, where... I'd say you uh, remember, it's, it's, uh, she said it's Meeg's place, so you just have to look for Meeg's place. It is in a place called Meeg's place, somewhere, somewhere right there. Well, uh, 
how should we go about this? Maybe scout out the place. Yeah. But All we right, gotta let's go. Not see. Uh, do we need disguises? Should we do disguises? Disguises? You know, disguises. You know. Hopefully you don't do another thing where you hid behind two branches. (laughs) He puts the branches slowly down. Um, Eldorus. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I was going to do this. And he, like taps on himself and you see as this burst of flowing watery arcana covers over him and he gets dressed in this all black attire that is way more unsuspecting you see he's even wearing shoes now oh wow all right how's this um, i think we should be good now what's colorful uh, what about the rest of us yeah. I can buy some clothes for you. Okay. Or, you know, disguises aren't really necessary. It's because it's not like they know us. Right. I just I thought it'd guess... be fun. Oh, wait. Should we... Before we try to do anything, should we maybe get our... Transportation first. Yeah. Just in case. Alright. Yeah, transportation, why do we need that? Well, we have to make a very long journey anyway to get where we want to go, so... Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, uh, do you guys head over to the, um, the wagon place? Yeah. Yeah. As you guys walk over to the wagon place, uh, you see for a second, the orc man, like, stands up for a second about to, like, grab Aldorus, and Callie just goes, what? Uh, That's over now. That's good. We're good. Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, uh, my apologies. It's good to meet you, sir. Aldorus goes, Good to meet you too, big man. Good to meet you too. You're tall. <laughs> and big. Uh, but you guys <laughs> yes. walk over to the wagon shop. And as you guys get over here, it immediately starts to smell more like animal the closer you guys get to it. Um, mm-hmm. And as you guys open the doors to this little... Uh, stable shop you see a small uh a small gnome with a big straw hat and one of these black leaves twirled into his mouth and he goes howdy there partner oh uh hello hello you're looking for a horse or a wagon or a horse or a wagon Uh, or maybe even some rope and some wagon and maybe a lantern and yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, all of the above? Okay. Uh, yeah, pretty all much, right. yeah. So you want a lantern, a rope, and you want a wagon and a horse? Yes. We we already have <laughs> rope. It's it's okay. Okay, just, all right, so, just the rest of that, then. 
All right, so you want a lantern, a horse, and a, a, wagon, a wagon, and a lantern, and a horse, and a wagon. Do you want some yes. spare uh, spare wheel for that? Uh. Yeah, spare wheels. You want spare wheels for your wagon? I mean, I, I guess it depends. <laughs> how, uh, how much uh, would all of that be? I don't know. Okay. I'll figure it out now. Give me a second. <laughs> all right. Uh. Hoop-de-doo! He gets off his little chair and then he walks around. <laughs> he goes, "All right, which horse you want? You got, uh, you got, you got Spatial Demon. You got the Annihilator. You got, <laughs> <laughs> you got Autismo. Which one you want? <laughs> I'm a big fan of Autismo. That was so good. That's a, that's a good one." Yeah, I think so too. Sometimes his eyes go both directions, and I think it's funny. <laughs> what is this? Teddy. <laughs> I'm sweating, dude. I'm really sweating. <laughs> oh, this is happening. the best character. <laughs> this is the best I'm crying. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you really like giving <gasps> any animals that we can interact with the strangest names. <laughs> the Annihilator and <laughs> what was the other one? Spatial Demon. Spatial Demon. Alright, uh, let me leash up Autismo right here. He's really special. I think he's the specialist guy in a bunch. He gets an A-plus and everything I put him through. He can do math, you know, right? Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't know horses could do math. I think I'm gonna Yeah, because like I was voice. fucking with you. <laughs> oh, man. Trust me, I bet if you taught him multiplication, he could maybe do it. Maybe. I'm gonna teach him how to do it. I bet Autismo would be a mathematician. And he walks over, he he pulls out <laughs> Autismo, and he, it's this like, it's this oh, uh, very, it's a very noble looking horse. You don't even like register why he said its eyes go cross, like cross-eyed, because they look fine. Um, it's, he's Thanks. like this, <laughs> he's this all, or not all white horse, he's this majority white horse with like tannish cream spots. You see oh. he has like a blonde oh. mane with a big tail. Um, I'm I'm glad you think so. I, I raised him from when he was wee tall and he puts he tries to put his hand up, he goes, He's taller than me. That's a big horse. Well I suppose yeah, all horses are big. Yeah, they're uh, horse sized. Yeah. And they got plenty of horsepower. Awesome. Do you want to throw in some food for ye old horsey? Sure. Alright, alright, let me go do the math. I gotta go do the math real quick. Let me go buy a hard problem. I think he's gonna do math. He walks into the store. By the way, he's he's like wearing like comically sized cowboy boots and he's going, Oh my god. He talks at the speed of those wait, what do you call the people that do auctions? The auctioneers. Auctioneers, yeah, he has the speed of an auctioneer. <laughs> <laughs> And he comes out and he'd be like, Alright, I 
can't do math. I realize I can't do math. So I'm gonna say, uh, what's it? How much you willing to give me for all that? I'm just fucking with you. Give me five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> can't oh do. My God. Eldorus is on the floor. <laughs> 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 All right, here you go. Guys, can he come to the crew? Can he please be on the crew? Guys, I How need him. How are we going to get this guy on the crew? I don't know, but he's funny. Oh, Lord. <sighs> All right, did that do you hand him 500 gold? Yeah. <laughs> He grabs the 500 so gold funny. and it weighs more than him. He falls backwards. He goes, oh, okay. all right. Let me go get this over here. And he, he, all right. I'm not even going to count this. I trust you more. Yeah, it's, it's 500. I assure you. Man, let me, I mean, I'm going to, let me stare in your eyes. Come down here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and that you kneel down. He looks in your eyes. He's going to make an insight check. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let me roll this. He looks at you, he blinks with one eye, then blinks the other. All right, I trust you. Put it <laughs> there, burner. Oh, okay, okay. He holds out his hand for you. He spits in his hand and grabs your hand. It's oh. <laughs> great. Darn tootin', that's a deal. And he, he, like, he goes back and he's like, all right, you can take this wagon right here, the finest wagon I got. It got black paint on it, got maybe a little bit of fire trails, if you're into that. You got, uh, and then oh. I hang the lantern off of the off of the string, and you'll be, you'll be handling real good. Thank you very much, sir. Ain't no problem. You, you, you did good business with me. If you need more things for your horsey, I got more things for your horsey in the back, and I can, get, can make the horsey a really pleasant ride. And it's just kind of like staring at her hand. His spit is like brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, no. Then it's internally and screaming. <laughs> Eldorus is still on the floor, shaking with laughter. <laughs> I think Edric is staring directly at the horse's eyes. Alright, I think uh, that you might see, be all we need for now. <laughs> Edric, for one moment, for one instance, you see that Autismo's eyes go, hmm? And then fix themselves back. Oh, he did it! He did it! Huh. I didn't know he had it in him. Callie just goes, I, I really like this guy. He reminds me of my family. He's very funny, like yeah, we need him on the crew. We really do. <laughs> <laughs> and you see that he walks back out. He goes, what do you mean about coming on a crew? I ain't coming on no crew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you'd be so... You'd be such a, a good fit for us. <laughs> I don't think so. I ain't none of your business. I gotta tend to my horses. Have you even looked at Obliterator? I am so Obliterator. You turn to Obliterator. Obliterator is looking at you with red eyes. Oh my god. Yeah, that looks like an Obliterator. It's also a miniature pony. 
That is my evil little horse. Oh, trust me, I caught him sending arson to the pans a couple times. What? How? How does he, he do that? He grabs lanterns over here, hang them on front of That's why he doesn't get a lantern. The rest of them get lanterns and light, and they got to read them bedtime stories, but the obliterator, <laughs> no, he pulls down the lantern, and he sets the whole thing on fire. I don't even know what's wrong with him. I, he's got a lot on his mind, I think. Yeah, he's. I'm, I think I'm going to be with him till the day I die. That's quite... Uh, okay. If you want, I can leave this by the gate and nobody's going to touch it. Uh, sure. Alright, I'll leave it right here. I'll for you. Yeah. Have a great day. Uh, Thank you. you. He, he walks away and you see as obliterator just starts like hopping up on the fence and trying to grab the lantern. <laughs> oh my god. What did I tell you, obliterator? Oh, thank you. Good. Scream at that horse. <laughs> <laughs> I like that horse. I would have I would have I would have tried to get it if I could. Yeah, it's okay. I'd sell them to you for a penny if you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my thank you god. Like a good, a good person on a team. I don't know. That's just me, though. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Obliterator's a team player. He kind of sets fires everywhere, and he's a bit of a chaos magnet. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll set everything up for you. Don't worry about autismo. I'll keep him well fed until you come get him. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, sir. All right. Have a great day. I don't even know your names. Bye. Oh. <laughs> Um, bye. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> would you imagine if we let Obliterator loose on that base? I'm pretty sure... Eldorus is, like, clutching his guts. I'm pretty sure Obliterator would kill them all instantly. Yeah, you know what, you're right. He's oh a force God. to be reckoned with. Nanette's shaking her hand off. <laughs> yeah, it, it slops off. It just goes... <laughs> You should like rub that what off is somewhere. What is this consistency? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, so where are you guys going now, if anywhere? I don't know. <laughs> um, are we gonna try to find that? That's that sounds like kind of a risky move. I don't know. Yeah. Where would it even be? I mean, it's. We should probably just check around for Meigs or whatever. And then maybe uh, look around the outside. I'm sure we won't get in trouble. As long as we look as inconspicuous as possible. I mean, we just think it's a store, right? Yeah. Maybe. We don't know what it is. Oh, true. Well, we'll poke around. And, uh, as you guys take off to the town, um, who wants to roll me a perception check to see if they can, uh, find Meeks? Jamesy. What? Right. You want me? Okay. <laughs> I guess I'm doing it. <laughs> it was not a good idea to let <laughs> me do it. Uh, you can do it with advantage. Everyone's helping you. Oh, okay. Yeah. This might Come be a good Jamesy. idea. It was a okay idea. 
Um, and then at, as you look around, everyone's really helping you out. Uh, Meeg's shop is pretty noticeable. Um, oh. You do oh. see that it is a, like, it is almost like a miniature castle within the city. Um, you see, it's this building made of primarily blackened bricks with speckles of purple leading upwards into a rigid castle-like walkway. The windows are tinted with a deep black stain. Uh, it's barely visible. Um, barring the entrances is this uh, heavy, heavy metal door with scratches lining its sleek surface. From behind the door, you can smell the scent of burning coals as it seeps out, along with blackened smoke through the chimp. The bangs of iron continue alongside the loud banter of people in the building. Oh, goodness. It's the banter. The banter is like, um,. Yeah, you can tell it's loud. You can tell people are screaming, but it's definitely further back. It's not up close we, in person. Can we make out anything that's being said? Um, from what you hear, it's just, and then, um, someone going. Ah, uh, it's like idle chatter. Yeah. Huh. Um, well, what are you guys going to do now? Because you're standing in front of the bill. Can we, can we, like, like, walk away just a little bit so we don't look, like, suspicious or anything? Yeah, yeah you guys can walk uh, away. You stand in front of another building. Um, or you guys continue to stroll just mindlessly. Um... So, what's the plan? Well, the plan Um, is... In the first place, we have to consider the fact that if we do... Like, we might... We might be able to fight them, but they have people hostage. Not much we can do about the hostages. Right. Uh, Which is the specific part of this all. My... I got nothing. Well, um... How about we look at this strategically? Uh, in sort of uh, a detached sense. Uh... So... If the prince is the only reason they can do all of this, they would not hurt the prince. The other hostages, I'm not so sure, but in my humblest opinion, as the the most normalish person here, Uh, if people- When you're not hungry. When I'm not hungry, um, when people come at me with their weapons, 
I look forward at the people with the weapons, and I attack the people with the weapons. Mm-hmm. Or I run away. Yeah. So, I... Hmm. We have to do something. Because if we just don't do anything, this place is going to fall into ruin. More than it already has. Yes, and uh, me personally, and I assume for the rest of you, I don't want that happening. No, absolutely not. We have to take the first step. But who should take the first step? And he looks around at all of you. Callie just goes, Well, I would really, really like to just burst through the door and shoot him up. But then that just gives them time. We have to catch him off guard. Yeah. I... I don't think it would be that easy to just burst into the place. I have a really good question, however. What's How it? distracted do you think they are when they gong that bell and they are leading the king on the pathway? It depends if they're smart enough, really. If all of them yeah. come out to laugh, then that makes sense. But if, uh... If they are demanded to stay in here, which I assume they are, mm. then I don't know. Mm. Do you want to try wait until they bang the gong? I don't know. Because there's that, and then there's also... If they possibly... No. Uh, such... Complicatedness. Well... If I may say something... Um... It does sound like... People are knocking. Or... Someone's working in there. That means they're probably not working with the pirates. Otherwise, you'd be partying. Mm -hmm. Maybe if we can talk to that person, it'd be easier. Perhaps. Wait. Callius looks at me. You can turn into animals, right? Um, yes. Oh. oh. May. I think it's time that you embrace your animalistic side and become a rat. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Become That's a not rat. That's a bad idea. 
yeah, he can crawl in there, and he can talk to whoever's working, or even scout out you the know, situation it might, for it us. might be crazy that rats throwing rumors at something. Well, um, I it can would be definitely... a good way to scout things out, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would. I can also unrat to talk to the person, if I so right. seek to. That is true. Uh, so, uh, is this the plan? Yes. Seems like but the best thing for now. Is it best to do this now, or should we actually wait for the bell? I mean, I don't know if they might notice May trying to do something while that's happening. Yeah. Well, uh, how... How's about this? Maybe we should ask when the bell rings first. We could go ask the innkeeper if how frequently it is. Yeah, alright. You guys walk back to the inn, and you see as the innkeeper is um, just sitting around with his hands in his head, or his head in his hands. And he catches you guys walk in, and he goes, Hello, everyone. Oh, hello. Um, we wanted to ask about that bell. Uh, how often does it go off? Hmm. I would say about every day at 6 a.m. Hmm. All right. Sometimes they randomly ring it, though. Just to instill a little bit more fear in all of us. That's... awful. If you want to wait around in the end for another bell, if you can, but if I may ask, what is your intrigue with the bell? Uh, well, um, why am I the only person talking right now? <laughs> okay, uh, well, um, it well, was you know. more of a question of curiosity. There's a lot of things that. I've, we've seen, honestly, from going out here. I see. Well, if you do wish to wait for the bell, you'd be my guest. Are you guys going <gasps> to sit around and wait for the bell to toll? Um, should we? 
I mean, I it's guess. Up to you. Then I don't we mind. Can head back to the inn, maybe for. I mean, not the inn, the, the room for a bit. Yeah. All right. So you guys head back into the room. Um, I'm going to say you can't really l long rest. It's more of you guys just going to be sitting down in there awake. Mm. Um, but you're going to wait until six, until you hear the bell toll. How are we going to occupy the time? That's, tell me what you guys want to do. Can I investigate that? The... Oh, investigate the crest? Yes, the crest. Yes, you very much can. Roll me an arcana check. Arcana. Adric, as you begin to uh, meditate and really focus on this crest, you feel it running through your body. You feel that it's giving you life, that it's sustaining you in a way. It's giving you this form. And you can definitely feel that it's keeping Mako's body alive without his soul. And as you feel it in the dredges of your heart, you feel it thumping as your heart would. But other than you feeling this intense magic billowing in your heart, you currently can't really figure out a way to manifest it. Mm. If you have any ideas on how you want to try to trigger this crest, um, you are welcome to experiment. Experiment? I will just inform you again. It is the crest of death. And it is a very powerful magical artifact. But your current knowledge is that it's just dangerous in the wrong hands. Hmm. If it's... Could I possibly use a form of dread? Yes, you can. As this crystalline red mask appears over your face and connects within your magic, giving you more of this necrotic health, you feel as the crest begins to boom, 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 boom with inside your chest. Interesting reaction. And as this necrotic uh, energy is being introduced in a state where you're paying more attention to what it's doing, you feel as the crest is flooding your entire system with this magic. And you feel as it's trailing out of you, as these strands of arcana are peeling out of your body. Mm. It does look different now that I use this. 
I will let you roll me another arcana check because that was really interesting. Doing the form of bread. It is a crest of... Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. That is a 21. Adric, you feel the intensity of the crest of death. Not only able to bring back people, the you feel the ability that it's only meant to be in the hands of one person and one person alone. You feel there are restrictions set inside of the crest as it's almost like you're being barred off from truly, truly understanding. But you do feel as this arcana is connected to a familiar magic, a magic you have felt inside of yourself. This golden arcana, wrapped in feathers, is connected to you. And you can feel Mako's heartbeat. You can feel his emotions within yourself. And as you close your eyes, you are suddenly in a field of solid white grass and mist. Huh? Oh. And as you look around, you see Mako. He... He does seem to be sitting down and just like uh, putting his head back. But as soon as he hears your voice, he jumps upwards and he goes, Adric? Marco. Huh. Oh my goodness. Oh my. I knew you could do it. I knew you could figure out the crest. <laughs> I, I have to. He runs up to you and gives you a squeeze, a tight hug. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's nice to see you too. It's really good to see you too. How's it going? Um, well, we're doing fine, I suppose, but it's mostly the people we are surrounded by because of the effects of... Ah, the black-hearted pirates. Uh, yes, these people. I trust me, I know it firsthand. Um, they're not yeah. good people. Mm-mm. The effects of a long spread amongst the entirety of this area. Mm. And by that look in your eye, you're gonna do something about it, right? Oh, absolutely. Me and my crew. Good. You guys help as many people as you can. And I wanted to let you know, these people Mm -hmm. won't hurt me. Well, worse than they already did. They know if I'm gone, that the crest might not come back to them. Right. They need it. From what I can tell, I've been trying to keep an ear out 
the best I can. They... Oh. As soon as they get their hands on the crest of death, they plan to breach into the material world. And once they do that, they will do what they did to this realm, onto the, our realm, onto our world. We can't let them do that. Absolutely not. I've already uh, devised on some ways I can probably help you. When you get here, if you free me in time, mm -hmm. we could fight side by side. Yeah. It's really strange and different to be talking to you like this. I've never said it, but it makes me happy that I can see <laughs> my dear brother's face. Makes me happy too. I do have to admit, for a second I was about to start checking you, making sure you're the real one. <laughs> Considering the place you're in, I wouldn't. Uh. <laughs> I see why you would. Yes. And after all that happened in the mirror place, it's, um. It's a bit hard to trust people in your mind. But, uh. I know. It's alright. I could tell from those eyes. Immediately. You're my brother. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Crest, uh, is this sort of like a thing made by it then? I assume this world is one made by the crest. From what I've studied around here, I'm not really... This isn't my forte, but, um... <clears throat> this seems to be a pocket dimension within the crest. Oh. I see. And because your soul's in my body, and my soul's out of my body, we both can be here at the same time. Mm. Kind of cool, isn't it? Extremely. Some great way to check up on you. And it's a great way for me to check up on you. You're the one risking your life out there. Yeah, but this is your body. I need to be careful. <laughs> You're right. Well, I trust you with my body, of course. I, I always have. You're the one who picked up the fights for me. You're very much a coward. <laughs> hey! Well, I'm right! You're the one who's good with the daggers! Well, yeah. They were, they were a favorite hobby of mine. I remember. I also remember when you would hit me with those sticks. <laughs> I was really I good at it. More, 
Very, but I wish you cared more about my body like you do now. Well, that I'm was pretty that sure was you a bruised me. Case. Really? I'm very sure you bruised me. Oh. You'll be fine. <laughs> I miss you so much, Adric. Yeah. I miss you too, little guy. Ever since that day, you know the day. It hasn't been the same. Even at... Yeah. Even at my uh, mom's house, it hasn't been the same without you. Mm -hmm. I know everyone here on this group, or well, us who know you more, because we have gotten some new people. But otherwise, we really do want to get you back. And I have never stopped trusting you for a second. And I'm excited yeah. to meet new people. A little scared, but <laughs> there's excited. There's mostly. one one guy on our group that oh my goodness, you will have a blast speaking with him. Really? What's he like? Nerd. <laughs> Just like you, you little scoundrel. You could have phrased it better, and he he like hugs you. And, okay, well uh, he's intellectually. Uh, whatever words goes with. He's a little bookworm. Let's say that. Mm. And I'd say at this point, you feel as the connection to the crest begins to dwindle, as the area around you begins to get smaller. Mm. We'll have to talk again soon. Yeah. Well, you try your best to do what you gotta do. I will. And, uh, I do have some things. Maybe you can pick me up some jetpack parts. And as he says jetpack parts, you see as the uh, little pocket dimension begins to close and you wake up in reality. Jetpack parts? And then you just hear that. Uh-huh. What do you need jetpack parts for hiding that? I, I, what? You've been there the entire time? What happened? I was talking to Mako. Oh, uh, how is he doing? Elders well, jumps he's... up from the bed. Mako! <laughs> yes, Mako, Mako. I was very excited to see him. Apparently... This very special little thing I have right here, uh, the crest, allows me to speak to him since it's connected to the both of us. Oh, that's so cool! It was kind of like a, a little thingamajig where we were like in a separate little area. It was kind of cool. And oh, like a, that, like a pocket dimension. Yeah, that. Before we uh, continue on with the current time, uh, Danette, is there anything you would want to do while Adric was just sitting there and meditating? What's she gonna do? Uh, 
This is definitely not as cool, but I was gonna just see if I could like clean the room up a little bit, like picking up the glass off Aww. the floor. Oh, you wanna help? Okay. That's you... so sweet. So no one gets hurt. <laughs> you start cleaning up the uh, mess. You pick up the glass, the um, the mugs of ale that are empty but still reeking of alcohol, and you begin to tidy up in a sense where this place is it's not the cleanest still because there are some you cannot clean yeah. um, but it's way safer in here than before and All right. as we jump back to current time you guys hear dong dong oh And as that tolling bell chimes so loudly, that's where we will end today's session. Ah! Uh...